Live from Master Closet Studios, you're listening to the only podcast on the internet that ran out of time to talk about everything. The Noobs and the Whovian. My name is Austin. I'm the Whovian. These are my sons, Corbin and Tripp. And, and we're the noobs. noobs. And we are the podcast that spends so much time talking about stuff that we sometimes run out of stuff and talk about other stuff on special mini episodes. So welcome to Noobs and the Whovian, episode 43.5, a special one-off hey. Let's Talk About It section. We spent so much time talking about Latin on episode 43, um, and as Corbin mentioned, Star Wars, Star Trek, Marvel and uh, Harry Potter and Harry Potter. There's a lot of stuff. We ran out of time to talk about our let's talk about section for the week, which was let's talk about the translation matrix. So we're going to do that right now. So guys, translation matrix or the translation circuit. Yeah. A la the chameleon circuit is apparently a thing that allows uh, the writers to not have to worry about people speaking Different languages on the show. Yeah. <laughs> this is basically what it boils down to. Honestly, in a sci-fi show, you can have a lot of kind of easy escapes for this stuff. How do you mean? I just remembered what we were talking about on the show. It was how flux versus fixed. They just, they, with a sci-fi show, you can say, well, this is how this works, and that overcomes all of our problems. <laughs> right, oh. yeah. Um, well, and so, so um, Star, Star Trek has a universal translator. Mm-hmm. Um, Star Wars, they have a universal language called BASIC. Sounds a and lot they, like English. And yeah. they do have other languages that aliens speak they occasionally. Do. Yeah, they do. But uh, there is there's this one language called Huddies. BASIC. Huh? Huddies is an actual yeah. language yeah. you can speak. Absolutely. Klingon. Klingon. Klingon is yeah, an uh, uh, C-3PO says he speaks, you know, six million languages or some mm-hmm. crap like that. Um, so the way But he doesn't they, speak Bela. Wait. Pardon? Wait, never mind. I was going to say, but he, but, but he doesn't speak basic. Wait, no, I was thinking of R2-D2. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong droid. I don't think R2-D2 speaks any languages except for beeps and beeps. I just beep, 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 beep. Uh, So the way Doctor Who decided to tackle this problem was to just um, have the idea of a, uh, not a chameleon, a translation circuit that, as with all things Doctor Who, a show running this long, it's inconsistent. Dun, dun, dun! No way! Yeah. Um, There have been various um, descriptions of it over the years. Uh, I think it was in the 1996 movie (coughs) that it was described as working within a certain radius of the TARDIS. And so there's a point where the doctor goes outside of that radius and can no longer speak to the people on the planet. Um, and I think, I think when I was reading in the notes in that particular story, the aliens he was speaking to, uh, communicated via smell. And so maybe that had something to do with the whole radius bit, because normally it doesn't matter about the radius. They've been, they've been trapped in other, you know, in completely other times than the TARDIS and still, you know, talk to other aliens just fine. But because the aliens act like dogs... (laughs) It just doesn't quite work. <laughs> right, or or cat people. Um, so I I noticed that uh, on this one, they, they speak about it very directly. And this is, again, this is because you have a new um, a new companion, mm-hmm. right? And this is this, this subject we didn't go over much the first time it was mentioned and yeah. how it works. Right. So. Yeah. And it was briefly mentioned with Martha, uh, but it just kind of got glossed over. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
we as w- a lot of things did with Martha, unfortunately. <laughs> Poor Martha. We miss you, Martha. Um, no one likes you, Martha. You're still not Rose, but we miss you, Martha. Uh, what happened here is that Donna sees a sign, and it's in English. And she's like, oh my gosh, are you messing with me? Are we at Epcot? Epcot, which is amazing. Instead of taking me to ancient Rome, did you take me to Disney? Um, so that was, that was fun. But what he, he explains that we're actually speaking Latin right now. Mm-hmm. And this is something I didn't realize until he said this. So it's not, it's not necessarily that... It's translated. They are speaking English and the TARDIS is translating it for the other people. It's actually translating it in their own brains. And they're speaking Latin. So they're speaking Latin. And so therefore, when... uh, So she's like, oh, seriously? Oh, I said seriously in Latin. You know, and then she asks him, well, what if we said something in Latin? You know, it's kind of a... <laughs> Which apparently he's never tried. Uh, 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 yeah, apparently, apparently, apparently he's never tried. He never thought to so she speak walks a up to language. she walks up to a Roman and says, Vini Vidi Vici, which as we discussed last time means I came, I saw, I conquered. Um, and he says, uh, he starts speaking to her all weird, like, oh, no, no understandy, you know, this kind of yeah. thing. And basically... Um, no oblo the English. Yeah, no speak it a Celtic. And so basically when she speaks Latin, it sounds like so okay. so she she is speaking, quote, a different language. So the TARDIS translates that into a different language. So it makes her sound like she's speaking Welsh. And so mm-hmm. he thinks that she's Celtic. And the doctor goes, Oh, looky there, learn something new every day. But that doesn't quite make sense. Why? Because if Say they go back in time, and because they're in this particular area, era in this time, them speaking to them causes it to instantly translate to Latin, and then the Latin-speaking people translate to English. Then how come when she speaks in Latin, instead of translating to English, translates to Welsh or Celtic or whatever? Uh, English didn't exist. As so they know. wouldn't have any. So it, ah. it went to the closest thing, too. which would have been the Celts, which would have been Welsh. Ah. ah, so now as I was saying that, I realized an inconsistency because I was saying they're not speaking English and having the TARDIS translated into the other people's minds. It's happening the other way around. It's happening in their minds. They're yes. thinking in English, oh, but they're speaking in Latin. That makes sense. However, <laughs> I just comma. realized However, that. Comma. Uh, yeah, with twelve, his his uh, his companion Bill Potts. She says at one point that apparently when, when this is all being explained to her, she says, oh, apparently it also does lip syncing for you as well. Hmm. So she says, the way she describes it is, you're speaking English, it's being translated into whatever language it needs to be translated into, and the TARDIS also makes your mouth look like it's saying yeah. <laughs> what they're saying. Mm-hmm. Now, so we've again, also mentioned... Inconsistent. The- yeah, we've also mentioned that the doctor is probably speaking Gallifreyan and not uh, yes. English. English. Yeah, well, uh-huh. but again, according to this logic, apparently he is speaking English. Yeah. But he's thinking in Gallifreyan. Mm-hmm. Because what he said was, we're speaking Latin right now. He didn't say, everyone around us will hear Latin. He said, we're we are speaking, speaking Latin. Latin. Yeah, so that would make more, and that would also tie in more with the idea of, of the psychic element to the TARDIS. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's, I don't know how much of that we've explored. Have we explored yeah. the psychic element to the sonic? No. I don't think no. so. That you just point and think? 
No? That no, comes no. up later? Okay. Kay. There's definitely an element of that with the TARDIS, that, you know, there's this psychic connection between the Doctor and the TARDIS, and, it's, and that the translation matrix all happens, like, inside your inside brain. It's brain, a psychic yeah. thing, yeah. And yet, on screen, so far, there have been two inconsistencies with this. How so? The first time was in the second episode which was the first episode where they explained the translation matrix. Okay. So, first of all, there are plenty of times where the people we see are off screen and totally away from the other people, but they're speaking a lang- they're speaking English. Right. So we can understand. And sure, that's yeah, just, yeah. That's production, production stuff. Yeah. But in the second Real episode, there is a point where there is one of those tiny little robot skitterbugs or whatever... Or no, it wasn't even one of them. There was some machine that started speaking with one of the dudes, and it was off screen from all the other people. It speaks in a totally unrecognizable language. He talks back in normal language. In English. There's a small conversation there, <laughs> and nothing is made of it. Right. Then, the Jadoon, which start out the episode by speaking oh, yeah. completely different language. Until they get their own translation matrix right. so that they can speak the correct language. Right. At which point, it does almost like what the TARDIS does, even though you know they plug it into their suit, but then they're lip-syncing to the right words. Yeah. Which is just confusing on so many levels. <laughs> so there are a lot of inconsistencies with this. It, yeah, it is. And, and again, over the years, it has been... Uh, it has been attributed solely to the TARDIS. Um, it has been it has been called a gift of the TARDIS, and I think he actually said that in this episode, didn't he? I think he called it a gift of the TARDIS. Or if not, he he said that to Rose. I think that was to Rose. Okay, he that said that. I know he said it to Rose. Um, it's also called in Classic Who a a gift of the Time Lords. So, in that instance, it's made out to be like something that Time Lords just have, right? They just have universal translation in their own head. Or like they just, have that's the ability to make it. Could be. Could be. Well, it's, it's, just, it's called a gift of the Time Lords. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and he says, it's a gift of the Time Lords that I am choosing to share with you. So the reason hmm. the companions can hear in, in English is because he, he is sharing it with them. Then you have some fun combination of the two where it is the TARDIS doing it, the translation matrix slash circuit, with the aid of a Time Lord. Because if you remember in the Christmas invasion, when Tenet was still cooking, right? He was still regenerating mm-hmm. and he was laid out on the bed. He was unconscious. No one could understand the Sycorax, including Rose. And then eventually... While they're on the ship, all of a sudden, they start hearing the Sycorax speaking in English. Is that why it worked? What? I remember that now, and we couldn't figure out why that was happening during the episode. Why they couldn't under, why she couldn't understand them? And then suddenly it switched over to English. It, and supposedly it switched over to English as he was waking up. Right. And that's why it kind of like slowly happened. cooked tea or rejuvenated him or whatever. Right, yes. Yeah, and then, yeah, yeah. Free and, radicals. And it's <laughs> while they're on the ship that randomly, out of the blue, instead of needing a translator, he's just talking in normal English. Exactly. Yeah, that's why. So hmm. so 
it, it appears to be based in the TARDIS, but aided by the natural talents and abilities and, and genetic whatever of the Time Lords. Mm-hmm. So it's like this combination thing. And again, um, there, there are inconsistencies. There's also limitations. Um, there's limitations which are inconsistent. There are some times where it doesn't work on animals. That's weird. And then there are times where it totally works on animals. There's, I think, 11, I think, says that um, a horse, uh, somebody says, this is my horse, his name is so-and-so, and and he says, no, he doesn't like that name, he prefers to be called such-and-such. And And they say, how do you know that? And he says, he just told me. (laughs) That's Um, weird. I would assume that he wouldn't be able to talk to animals because they're not sentient and therefore don't actually have language. Well... There you go. So that's the thing. Again, it's inconsistent. There's times where he can, there's times where he can't. Um, I hope this isn't too much of a spoiler, but I'll go ahead and tell you that Eleven can speak baby, and it's hilarious. Oh, my gosh. It is hilarious. Um, Stormageddon for all the Whovians out there. Um, So there's... Sounds amazing. There's this... Just these inconsistencies. But that only eleven can speak, baby. That's as far as we not, know. Not that only eleven can, but when like eleven does. Eleven casually throws out there, "Oh, I speak, baby." You know, kind of okay. like the horse told me his name. You know, it's one of those. Eleven kinds of played with this a lot more, I guess. Uh, like I said, during Eleven's time, um, they do a lot more deep dives into the TARDIS and some of the gadgetry mm-hmm. and stuff. It's a it's a lot mm-hmm. of fun. So. Um, what I love, though, was in this episode, the running gag, this episode, the, the, the fires of Pompeii, there was a running gag every time they said something in Latin. They're like, oh, look, they're speaking Celt again. They're, you know, they're, mm-hmm. speaking, they're, they're Celtic or whatever. Um, so well, when, the doctor didn't even speak Latin when the guy was all like, oh, he must be Celtic. The first, what's his name? No, he did. Capaldi. Did he? Caecilius? That, yeah, that, that's, that's what I was talking about is... He said something about he was talking about the TARDIS as a piece of modern art or whatever, and and Caecilius says something about oh well the, the hey they they told me it was that or something I can't remember, and the doctor says ah something something ah, crap I can't remember what it was now but it's if I remember correctly it's a Latin phrase that means buyer beware in other words. Be careful when you go to buy something. Make sure you know what you're actually getting, mm-hmm. right? So he said the phrase in Latin, which is a commonly used expression in English. People will use this this phrase, and the guy goes, "Oh, and he's Celtic. Okay, like that. Isn't that a fancy or something like that?" And then later on, um, he said ipso facto, and and Caecilius goes, "Look, you like he's trying to translate what he thinks he's saying in." in huh. Welsh or whatever. So like every, so they keep coming up with excuses for him to say these Latin phrases. Mm-hmm. And then there was the one that we couldn't, Tennant said it so fast and so quietly, we couldn't understand what he was saying. And the closed captioning didn't even have it on there. It I'm literally speaking said Latin. speaking Latin and they say, and they do it again. They go, Oh, Celtic prayers won't save you now, doctor or whatever. So how um, do they know it's Celtic? Huh? Like everybody can tell. It'd be like if somebody started speaking Spanish near you, you would go, "Oh, they're speaking Spanish." I don't know what they're saying, but I know what Spanish sounds like. Ah, it's it would be the same kind of thing. I might know what they're saying. That's Celtic. 
Yeah, you might know some of it, but but I mean, even oh, you know, did, trip, did he you would know what Ola? Spanish sounds like. Kind of. Yeah, kind basically. Of. You would know if somebody was speaking Spanish versus somebody speaking Russian. Uh, Japanese. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You would know the difference. So that's that's basically what it was. So. I am the Russian. Um, okay. All right. <laughs> so um, any other thoughts on the translation matrix, guys? I just think that it's unfortunate that their little running gag they had ended up creating horrific inconsistencies with the translation matrix saying, okay, so now this translates into Welsh. All right. Why? Why? Why should it have, why should it have to translate at all? They should be able to understand the Latin, but instead it translates I think it just was, it was just a gag. Uh Uh-huh. And was, I thought it was great. I thought it was yeah, funny. Like, yeah, it was. It's like, okay, I'm just so sad that example, it messed up their, you know, canon or whatever. I don't know that it did. It, it established a new part of the translation uh, yeah. circuit rules that if you if you are s- speaking to someone who speaks a different language and then you say something in their language, it'll backfire on you. But what if you say something in a different language that's not English, but not their language? Oh, it would still know. translate. Like if I went up to one of them and started speaking yeah. in Spanish or something. Right. No, it would still it would still work because. Um, isn't the doctor speaking Gallifreyan? Didn't we assume that? Don't so know. if the doctor's speaking Gallifreyan, it's still translating. it's still translating so into... That's true. That's Latin. true, because he was speaking... Yeah, because he's thinking Gallifreyan, speaking in Latin, and then it's Wait, coming out as Welsh. But what if <laughs> How he's... How do you ta- think about that? So just, even if there was another time where he couldn't talk to them, because they would be speaking oh, Gallifreyan... Wait, but he did. Yeah. Because he talked yeah, to there the you master. Yeah, it is inconsistent. It is. That yeah. is. Just. Who knows? And what so, happens if you have two different people next to each other speaking, that both speak different languages, and then you talk to them, but it, if it translates inside your head, the person words. speaking. Wibbly wobbly. Yeah, I guess. Because <laughs> if it's not translating inside their heads, it's translating in your... Donna thought you she found something? the ultimate inconsistency, and we're over here like, what if you have two people that speak I different love languages? I, no, I, I, well, again, they did it for the gag of... Yeah. There's enough... Hey, do we know enough Latin phrases, essentially, is what it was. So, um, it, it made me think, though, of... So, when I was... I was working at a bookstore years ago, and a guy came in. He wanted to buy a gift certificate for $50 for a friend, right? And he, Corbin, you remember this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> he had a gift certificate someone had given him and he had $17.37 left on the gift certificate or something like that. So he's like, can I use my gift certificate to, to pay buy- for part of the gift certificate? And I just, without even thinking, you know, in my place of business, looked at him and said, we might rip a hole in the space-time continuum, but we can try it. And the guy just froze and then cracked up laughing. And that's kind of what this is. Fellow nerd. I'm speaking English, and it's translating into Latin. What uh, what happens if I speak into Latin? You know, if I speak Latin, mm-hmm. what's it going to do? If it's going to blow card, a hole to buy in the a gift card. You know, uh, yeah, exactly. Use so. a gift card for the same amount of money, and then just buy another gift card. <laughs> so don't speak Latin to Latin speakers while in a TARDIS, and don't use your gift cards to buy a gift card. I used to think that you could buy a gift card and you wouldn't have to spend money on it. Like, like you'd pay $1 and you'd get a $50 gift <laughs> card. <laughs> I used to think that, Because I didn't understand too. how they worked. I'm like, well, that. why doesn't everybody have gift cards? Because we're a family-friendly show about a dad and his two sons, let's go ahead and have a dad moment. And I'll remind you, 
boys that are in front of me while telling our listeners that always remember, kids, your friends are idiots. <laughs> and that's a classic example right there. That kind of logic that you just exhibited is why you should never listen to your friends. Because well, your I haven't friends thought that for like... Are just as smart as you are. I haven't thought that for like... Uh, eight years, maybe. <laughs> all right, guys, that's all the time that we have. Um, like we say every time, make sure that you um, like us and subscribe wherever you found us. You can look us up at facebook.com slash noobsinthehoovian. Find us directly at noobsinthehoovian.com or email us your thoughts, your theories, your inconsistencies that you've noticed, the plot holes that you've decided to overlook at noobsinthehoovian at gmail.com or uh, Facebook message us. Noobs in the Whovian is a production of Master Closet Studios where it's always smaller on the inside. Your senior producer is me, Austin Reason. Our audio engineer is that guy. Hi. He has a name. I'm Trish. And our production editor is... My name is Corbin. Uh, special thanks to TARDIS.Wikia.com and to Tucker for not shutting up upstairs. <laughs> Be quiet. That's all the time we have, guys. Make sure that you uh, tune in next time as we cover uh, season... Oh, no. Where'd it go? Season 4, Episode 3, The Planet of the Ood. We hope that you enjoyed our .5 mini-episode. Until next time, my name is Austin. I'm the Whovian. These are my sons, Corbin and Tripp. And, and we're, we're the, the news. news. And we will catch you next time. Mm, goodbye.